Now, Father in heaven, I thank you so much for giving us time and energy to meet like this. Now, I pray, Father, that you will guide us, that you will lead us with your Holy Spirit. Uh, teach us that we might be more efficient and, and uh, encouraged and inspired to, to reach our friends in a, on a personal level. Pray that we will be more efficient in especially reaching people's heart. hearts, know what to say, when to say it, uh, and how to say it especially, Father. Now I pray that you will guide us um, uh, and protect us from, from sickness and uh, keep up our health during this time we have together. We expect a blessing, Father, because we give our time and our energy right now and we expect you to use it for your glory. That is my prayer. In the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> so, uh, in this first uh, uh, meeting here, we will discuss, <coughs> start to discuss about uh, how to, some practical aspects of how to meet people. Uh, it's not that easy to, to, to try to talk about your faith with others. And we will talk about uh, the first initial meeting with friends, how to... <coughs> Hello? You're welcome to come in if, if, you, if you like. Uh, some, uh, some tips <coughs> and practical principles that have helped me in dealing with people, uh, how to get a connection with them, and, and also to bring the conversation from just everyday stuff um, into more spiritual things uh, and try to, to, to uh, get, get, uh, get an interest from our friends in, in, in uh, our faith, uh, the Bible, and our God. <clears throat> and we will have one exercise during this uh, um, first meeting also. So that's what we'll do. I will start by reading something uh, that have encouraged me. <clears throat> it's a quote from Mes uh, Minister of Healing. Quote from Minister of Healing, page 143. Minister of Healing, page 143. It describes Christ's method of reaching people. And it says, Minister of Healing, page 143, it says, Christ's method alone will give true success in reaching people. The Savior mingled with men as one who desired their good. He, he showed his sympathy for them, ministered to their needs, and won their confidence. Then he bade them, follow me. Did you get that? It says here, very clear, that there is one method that works, that gives true success in reaching people. Now, we might have apparent success, we might have uh, numbers, uh, we might have apparent success, but here she says, true success will come from, uh, and she describes, mingling with people as someone who desired their good. Show sympathy for them and minister to their needs and win their confidence. And then, she says, we can ask them to follow Christ. We can, we can ask them to follow God. Now, this will be 
our main message this first meeting. We will, we will <coughs> expand on this and talk about uh, these uh, principles in this, verse, in this uh, passage. Now, when it comes to meeting people, <coughs> mingle with them, decide they're good. Uh, there's, there's, uh, there's one thing <coughs> to be, there's one chair over here and uh, some over down there in the corner, I find some. Uh, we <coughs> it is not always um, <coughs> the easiest thing to show someone that my intentions are good, right? Do you follow me? Now, I might have good mo motives of something I say or something I do. Uh, and, and sometimes we, we tend to, as Christians, we tend to settle with that, that we have good intentions. Do you follow me? We tend to say, well, I, I, I had m good motivations in, in what I did, so it's okay to do anything. Right? Do you follow me? Uh, there is kind of, uh, sometimes we, we tend to have this idea, especially in witnessing and other things, that my motivations are more, uh, is the important thing. My, my intentions is the important thing. And even though that's true, it is important, as we see here, uh, Christ mingled with, one, with the men as one who desired their good. We need to have that desire, that earnest desire, that we want people's best, right? But that's one thing. It's another thing to make our friends and people that we try to witness to, to understand those motivations that we have. Do you follow me? Right? I used to say this. It's... When it comes to relationships, it is more important uh, to, the, the, the thing more important to be able to uh, control, if I would say that, is the, is the, uh, is the, uh, what do you say, the perceptions of the one that you're talking with rather than your own intentions. Did, did you get the, what I'm trying to say? Is that the right word? Perceptions? You know, how I perceive something, right? Right? Uh, how, how people understand things. Now, so what I'm trying to say is, when you, when you meet people, <clears throat> it's more important, well, you will have your motivations there, and hopefully they are good, right? You have <clears throat> good reasons for why we go out and try to witness. But more important is that you know what kind of perception and you try to control the perception that the person that you're uh, witnessing to um, has about the interaction. Did you get that? So, <clears throat> so in a practical way, I, <clears throat> I, might, uh, I might come up to someone and, uh, or rather, I go to a door, okay? Uh, let, let's say, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's take this, this uh, 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 thing that happened me, to me. I was out uh, doing uh, uh, Bible work. I was knocking on doors. So we knocked on a door, and I was thinking, I need to, I need to be really, really joyful and happy uh, to, 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 to make sure that this person knows what, what's, what's happening, okay? Now, <clears throat> my intentions were good. I was happy. I, I was glad to be out there doing the work of God. Uh, I had my motivations on the right place, right? So I came up there. <clears throat> I knocked at the door. 
we knocked at the door. Uh, someone opened, a lady, and she stared at us with these, these, these dark, angry eyes. She was just looking at us. And before we had a chance to say anything, she started to scream, right? She started to scream, and, and she said, uh, what are you doing here? You sh you know that you you are you believe a lie, and my church is the right church. And she started to just yell and, and scream and all of these things. Uh, and and in her in her expressions, it came out. I, I I could understand that she was she believed that I was a Jehovah's Witness, right? Uh, now that is perceptions. Do, do you follow me? She, she, she thinks, uh, I'm, 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 uh, something that I'm not. Do you follow me? And now, so what happened was this. <clears throat> and now, no, let, let, let's take this, um, this, this, this just one event to illustrate the perception ID. Now, another thing is, I knocked at another door. I remember we were out doing, uh, Bible work again. Uh, I was training some, some, some friends and we were, uh, going out there and I was, I was, uh, uh, trying to to show how how I meet people at the door, okay, how to talk with them and so on. So I was kind of alert on on everything that that uh, that happened. I need I, I was thinking I need to answer quick and I need to be to to give and encourage my friends, okay. So this was like several years ago, and we knocked at the one door, and something similar happens. <clears throat> uh, a, a lady again opens the door and she looks at us and she uh, and she says, "Are you Jehovah's Witness?" Okay, and I, I was like. I was like, directly, I said, oh, no, 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 we're not Jehovah's Witness. That's not us, okay? Uh, like, like, kind of an excuse. Now, and she says, well, oh, that's sad, because I am. <laughs> Did you get that? Now, now so, so what I'm trying to say is that some situation to situation, we need to understand, kind of, kind of read people and understand where they come from, right? That is, that is trying to understand their perceptions and try to help them to have the right perceptions on what's, what occurs and what happens in our relationship, right? Do you follow me? So that's my first tip I'll, I'll try to understand, and that is, uh, well, you will have your motivations right, okay? But more important than motivations and your intentions is the other person's perceptions, right? Okay, that's the first uh, practical tip that I, I share. Now, we can do that in many different ways. In order for us to help someone uh, of getting a good experience with our discourse, with our relationship, our meeting, when we, wherever we are, at the door, at the street, in our family gathering, when we try to witness to someone that, in our family that is not uh, sharing the same faith as us, or other people, our friends in school or work, and so on. Uh, I will share just some tips of, of, of uh, practical things of, of, of what, what have helped me during these years. <clears throat> Number one, try to understand their current need, right? Try to understand the current need. Uh, and White said that Christ mingled with men as someone that desired their good. He showed his sympathy for them and he ministered to their needs, right? In order to win people's confidence in relationship, it, it, a huge help is to see a current need with your friend, with your family, with someone you meet, and try to, to meet that, try to satisfy that need or that kind, that whatever it is, okay? Might be a question, might be a uh, mental, physical, uh, health thing, it might be uh, whatever it is, try to understand where these people are uh, right now and, and try to meet them. <clears throat> 
<coughs> this can be achieved by another principle, and that is very important. We often think, when we talk about personal witnessing, we often think that that means that we need to talk a lot, right? That is witnessing. We need, we need to have something to say, right? We need to have the answers. Now, I have found that more effective uh, thing is to, in, in witnessing, is to listen. Not talk, but listen. So my principle number two, listen more than you talk. Why? Well, because that shows that you are interested. That shows that you, you care about that person. And another thing, practically, is also that, that's, that's, that is giving the perception, right? You're not there to put something on them, right? You're not there to, to force them into something, to be like you or something. But you're there to listen, to get to know someone, right? And also in a practical aspect, that really helps us to understand their needs, right? Because then, then they talk. So ask questions. Try to get to know them about their family, their interests, um, their religious background. We'll come into some of those things uh, later on here. But uh, listen. Try to understand and see where they come from, right? What kind of worldview do they belong to? And, and, and what kind of questions and needs do they have right now? Okay? Listen more than you talk. Uh, witnessing, I, I, I'll say that, and you can quote me on this. Lis witnessing is more about listening than talking. Okay, that, that's my experience. Try to get to know people. <clears throat> you don't need to, and this will take away the great burden that you sometimes have, and we have, that we need to have all the answers. Right? We need to be able to talk a lot. Eh, that's not true all, all the time. Just show some interest. Listen to people. There are so many people. Uh, that in, 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 at least in Sweden and Scandinavia, that just feel alone. That doesn't have people to talk to. I work at a TV channel, as you, some of you might know. Scandinavian TV channel. We are reaching all of Scandinavia, millions of people. I can, I can talk every week to millions of people, thousands of people every week through internet and satellite TV. Uh, and people write into us. People comment. People write email. They call us. And, and, and many, many times, people write to us and say something similar to this. I feel that you are people that listens, and I want to share my story with you. They say that they are alone. They say that they don't have anyone in their family that they can talk to. These are, these are old people, young people, people with families, people with social networks, and they say, I need someone to listen to this, and they share. Uh, and I try to answer those things. People are alone. They might, be, they might have a lot of friends, but they are alone. And th these are people that, anyway. So I'm trying to, 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 to tell you, there is a need out there for someone listening to the needs and questions that people have, and we can be those people, right? That is a great way of witnessing. <clears throat> Number three, uh, related to those, try to understand how they think. Also, I want to switch this, 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 uh, this uh, sometimes perception that we have, and that is that we need to make people understand how we think, right? We need to make the, make, uh, I mean, you, you need to, we need to build the puzzle for them so they see how, how they should think and how we think, right? Now, more important, I say, in relationships and meeting people and personal witnessing, try to understand how they think, right? Jesus, when he was out there meeting people, 
he, uh, when people came to him and asked questions, right, many times he did not answer. Have you noticed that? If you read through the Gospels, he does not answer the questions that they ask. He does not uh, primarily, uh, uh, in some situations, he, is, he doesn't build up and show how he is thinking all the time, right? But sometimes he gives a question as an answer to a question, right? He doesn't give the answer, but he throws out another question. They, they come up to him and they ask him, um, well, some people say uh, uh, that you are Elijah, right? You are the prophet or you are this and that. Uh, Jesus, who are you? And his answer is what? What do, you think? what do you think, right? What do you think? Uh, it's a key thing in, in relationships and, and getting to know people. Uh, try to understand how they think, right? Where they are coming from. Because many times we might be prepared with answers and, and th this and that and theories and, and, and information. We think that this is what people need, right? But they might not think in the same way as you do, right? They might not see things in the same way as, uh, as we, we see. So we need to understand how they think and, and, and um, uh, why they believe what they believe, right? Let's take an example. <clears throat> Have anyone ever met someone that throws out this, 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 uh, uh, this thing that how well I can't believe in God because there is so much suffering in this world and and the people uh, people just uh, or or how, and God is so almighty and and He doesn't do anything right so I can't believe in God anyone well some of us so so they come with that argument right now some of us we believe that we have the answer and and I think we 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 do as Christians as uh, we have we have the perspective of the great controversy right. So, but some of us, uh, and my, myself sometimes, and uh, believe that th what I need to do is to make them understand this theme of the great controversy, right? And that's true. They need that eventually. But if you meet someone at the street, at a door, at uh, an airplane, that you will never meet again in your whole life, right? Some of us are here from Romania. You will meet people on Sunday that you might never meet. We are going out on Sunday on the streets and into in, people's home. You might meet people... And you will have one chance, a couple of minutes, to show some picture of your faith and God's character, right? That might not be the time to try to put into them all the information about the answer to the, this, this uh, uh, right, uh, 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 suffering world and almighty God thing, right? The great controversy theme. Do you follow me, right? Something much easier might be to just ask that people that person a question instead of coming with answers, right? Well, I do this many times and I have had this conversation, this exact conversation that I will share right now many times in, in principle, okay? I knock at a door, I, 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 I meet someone at the bus, I meet someone at the street and we start to in some way get into religious uh, things, talk about my faith and God and so on and, and they say, hey, Don, how can you believe in God? There's so much suffering in this world, right? There's so much pain, so much evil, and God sits up there somewhere with all this power, and he doesn't do anything, right? Now, instead of coming with all the answers, I ask this. 
So my friend, what would you like God to do? Right? Now that's a good question. Because now I start to know what is, right? Maybe that's not the problem. Maybe the problem is not, and this is often the case with people we meet. The problem is, is, is often, often the case, the, the, this is often the case. The problem is not always the, 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 the argument that they throw out, right? Often the argument is just something they repeat from somewhere they have heard, someone they have heard, right? They have heard this thing and they just threw this out. They have not think, been thinking it through themselves. Do you follow me? So that question, so what do you think God would do? What, what would you like God to do if he, if he was out there, right? That question helps them to think, well, yeah, why, do I, why did I just come with that argument, right? And it helps you to understand where they come from. They might say after that question that I asked, well, so what would you like God to do? And said, well, um, uh, the, the, you know, I have met all these bad Christians, and then when I was 10 years old, I had this really bad experience. They switch topic. Did you get that? They switch topic, and they leave the argument, because they have not been thinking through. It's actually something else. It was a bad experience they had that when they were 10 years old with some Pentecostal friends, that, and, or parent, or grandparent that just was a hypocrite or something. Do you follow me? So now you know, okay, it's not that. Then let's continue with something else. Or they might start to think and say, well, yeah, well, of course I want God to take away all evil things, right? And that's a logical, good answer to that question, right? So I asked that, what would you like God to do? And they say, well, take away all evil, right? Now I can ask another question instead of just starting to argue, right? I can ask another question, and that is this. So, <clears throat> if you want God to take away all evil things, why do you think that God has not taken you and I away yet? Did you get that? Now the thing is this, when I ask that question to my friend, I know, because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit convicts the world about sin, righteousness, and judgment. So I know when I ask that question, I know that my friend knows deep inside of him, he has this, this voice, this conscience speaking to him, because my Bible says so. And he this, this, he knows that he is not always living his life as he should live. Do you follow me? Before I was a Christian, before I opened this book, I went through some, some, some situations in my life where I, I just, it just struck me, what I am doing, what I am, the way I'm living is not how it should be, right? I, I understood that something is wrong. Do you follow me? And this is the case with every human being on this planet. Holy Spirit is working on their hearts. So the thing is this. My friend here that's question. Yeah. Why has not God taken... What I have done with two questions is that I have turned my friend's big argument into... A huge argument that proves the love and grace of God. Did you follow me? Because what's the answer? Why has God not taken all of us away yet as sinners? Because he's a patient. 
because he's patient and he has another plan, right? And the plan is the plan of salvation. God does not want to destroy all of us. God does not want to throw every one of us out. God's desire is that we will repent, turn back to him and live the life that he has prepared for us, right? That's the gospel. Now my friend sits there and he is now on, on the verge of just getting, falling into the gospel. Do you follow me? And I have had this conversation similar to what I just described with you in just a couple of minutes with friends. And they have just started to think. They have turned out in different ways. Some of them I have had the chance to just share the gospel with. Because then they, they say, well, yeah, well, what do you say, Don? What, what, why do you, I don't even believe in God, but if he was there, I, I don't know. Well, that's illogical. Do you follow me? Yeah, why have he not taken us away? But, and this is a problem, right? Uh, just as bi uh, 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 let me say this. Just uh, the, the mystery of iniquity, of, of sin, the problem with sin, there are some things there that we don't quite understand. Uh, the, the, it's an it's a, it's a equally big and hard concept to understand, uh, uh, the love of God and the mercy of God. Did you follow what I'm trying to say? Okay, let's, let's try to express me in another way. <clears throat> okay. Oh, sorry? Both of them are difficult. Yes, both of them are difficult. Some of us, we believe that these are the big questions, right? These, these arguments. Let's say this. Have you had, okay, let's come back to that in, in this story. I'll try to wrap it together. Uh, let's say, say it like this. Have you ever heard this argument then? They say that, um, uh, well, I can't believe in the Bible or Christianity or God because have you read all the awful stories in the Old Testament, right? Oh, this is just bad. Oh, they threw it out, out of... And, and the thing is this. Let's, let's pause and think, okay? Let's pause and think. Many friends just throw that out and they have never been thinking it through. This is why I, I shared this, this key principle. Try to understand how they think, okay? And most of them don't think. <laughs> and, 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 and that's the problem. And we can, but it helps us to know, okay? Now, listen, listen to this. All, all, there are several stories in the Bible, not only the Old Testament, but the New Testament as well, that are hard to understand when God is dealing with sin, right? The flood, uh, well, even harder, some, when he tells his people to eliminate other nations, right? Now, this, this, this workshop does not go into those questions, but, but in principle, in, 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 what's happening is this. God from heaven, the creator, in, uh, 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 he, he, uh, he, um, he goes into history and acts. He, 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 he gives the consequences for sin, right? The flood, punishment, and all of these things that people feel uncomfortable with. Do you follow me? So what, 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 what they say is this. What our friends say is this. Well, I can't believe in the Bible, Christianity, or God, because God is acting against sin. Do you follow me? Yeah. That's what they are saying. Yeah. On the other hand, yeah. the same people say this. Well, I can't believe in God, Christianity, or the Bible, because God is not acting against sin. That was the first argument. Did you follow me? Yeah. So one, one, one of them say this. And this can be the same person that says that in almost the same sentence. They say, well, 
I can't believe in God because there's so much suffering in the world and God doesn't do anything. Did you follow that? He's basically saying, I can't believe in God because he doesn't act against sin. Right? Now, on the other side, they say, well, I can't believe in God because he is acting against sin. Do you follow me? So, the thing is, those arguments goes in conflict to each other. Right? Now, I'm not saying that it is easy to, to, to explain these things, and, and to, especially for friends and so on, uh, in a short time. But what I'm saying is this. We can help them to think and, 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 and understand that this this is a bigger question than just than just throwing out some 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 uh, just to repeat some some argument that they have heard from some atheist or something like that and say well this is the thing. It's a bigger issue. God has a problem. That's true. God stands there, uh, and, and he has to choose to he 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 must he wants to destroy sin right, but he wants to save you and I right. And that's the, 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 the great controversy and, and the gospel and the Adventist message that we all of us should be familiar with uh, that, that just unfolds this, this, this dilemma and this controversy that God is, is in, right? So, but that will come later. But first we can help people to think and see how they think, okay? Did you follow me? So, well, yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so I'm trying, what I'm trying to say, we are still on the point Try to understand how they think. Now, my le second one, uh, or the one, two, three, fourth one, will be uh, ask questions. We have already dealt on that, so I will not talk more about that. But that's, that's a huge help in relationship and trying to meet people. Uh, ask questions, as I just said. Ask those questions. Help to, to get to know them and to, to understand what, what kind of needs and things, uh, thoughts they have right now. Uh, I used to say this, the, the best question in the whole world is this simple question that is, why? Why? You meet someone at the door and they say, I don't believe in God, get out of here. And you say, why? Yeah? Don't start to argue with people. Don't, don't start to throw things on them. But, but ask them, yeah, okay, so why is that? Okay? And, and let them speak. You listen. Let them speak and, and try to lead their thoughts by asking questions and, and help them to think. And that will, m most of the conversations I have had that leads into regular Bible studies and eventually, by the grace of God, people that have been baptized into our church, uh, in my experience, have started with just me standing there asking questions and listening. Do you follow me? People that I never thought would, 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 would give their life to Jesus. Some of them are here at this conference. Uh, started with, we were talking with them. I was talking with them and I used to ask questions and listen to them. Do you follow me? For, for minutes, hours maybe, in several meetings. Just get to know them. And eventually, we sat down, studied the Word of God, and things just started to happen. Okay? Uh, my, my, my tip. <clears throat> Another thing, number, f where are we? One, two. You know, I have not numbered these. I should do that. Uh, be positive and supporting. Now, we're not there, there to argue once again. We're there to, to be supportive, encouraging, and positive in our meeting with people. Um, try to give them a good experience. <clears throat> Another thing, for you as an individual, try to develop, develop a habit of service. Just a practical thing. Uh, at uh, Lifestyle TV, we, TV, where I work, 
we <coughs> we have morning devotions every morning, and uh, we have we are sitting down in in our studio set. We we don't have many uh, facilities down there. We are if you come there, you will never think that we are running a Scandinavian TV satellite TV channel from there. Uh, so it's a small facility, and so we sit and have morning devotions and gatherings in the studio set, okay, where we record all of our programs. So in there we have some, some just regular chairs that we have for sitting. Uh, they are not so comfortable. But in there we also have the set um, couches and things like that. You follow these nice things. So in the mornings when we gather about 10, 15 people, uh, some get the nice uh, couches, right? And some get the, the uncomfortable uh, seats, right? You follow me? Now, I, I, started, I started to, because I felt in my own life several uh, years ago when, when I, uh, we started, I started at Lifestyle TV, I, I felt that I, I, need to, I need to develop my character. I need to develop a habit of just seeing people's needs. Do you follow me? So, so I, I made a principal decision. That was this. I will always sit. I will always take one of the hard, uncomfortable chairs, you follow me, or sit at the, at the floor, okay? Even if I come there first, even if I come there later. I didn't tell anyone, okay? Uh, well, I told my wife uh, eventually. Uh, and I, for myself, try to, to develop that habit of your, of your service, of, of helping others. Uh, uh, do you follow what I'm trying to say? It's a small thing, but you can find these things in your everyday life. Uh, small thing like this, and and it does help. It does change you. Uh, when when you when you go to the bus and and you might be tired and, and you want to sit down, uh, you have this habit of thinking that I, I I want to give the best place to someone else. Do you follow me? And and sometimes we are tired, so we don't think about that. Sometimes we don't we, we don't feel like talking to people, right? We we just tired. We just want to sit there. We don't we don't want to to do these things. But we can always be be trained and, and, and have this habit and train this character of being uh, ready to serve. Do you follow what I'm trying to say? Find those things in, in, at your work, at your school, or in your family, or wherever you are. Uh, practice uh, small uh, things, of, of, of acts of love and, 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 and service that will help when you meet people also. Uh, they, will just, they will just tell you that you're, this is just a kind person. It's a nice experience of talking with you and, and, and being uh, in your uh, socializing with you. <coughs> was, was there a question? Not really, just that, just technical. Was that part of point five or was there any point? Sorry, yeah. Uh, this was the, this, this was point six. Thank you. <coughs> I'm doing something here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. Okay, I have eight points. I just noticed. I just numbered them. And this was point six. <clears throat> Develop a habit of service. Number seven. This is all of these. All of these are under the, 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 <clears throat> the title uh, meet the need of people or, or uh, getting to know people, building relationships, building positive relationships. Okay, I added that. Number seven. Uh, keep a positive attitude. Do not be shocked. Whatever people do, do not be shocked. I will tell you a story that I uh, used to tell when I shared this, this principle. 
uh, you know, you will meet people that will be hard to deal with, that will behave in a way that is just offensive to you, right? And what you stand for and your principles. Uh, try to not show by expression, word, or whatever you do, in any way of communicating, that, 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 that oh, you, you are just disgust on what they're doing. Do you follow me? Try to be uh, positive. Try to be, to be a support and helpful, uh, tolerant uh, in your relationship with people. That does not mean that you take part, take part in sin. That does not mean that you, that, you, that you show that you accept and think it's okay that people behave as they do. But, but you should always accept, uh, uh, respect people's choices and, and how they, they, they live. It okay? Does, doesn't mean that you accept it. Do you follow me? Okay? I will. <clears throat> you know, I meet people, m many times I meet, I, when I come to a new church, I've, I've been working in three different churches as a Bible worker, and when I come to a new area, where, where um, I, I used to go and meet uh, backslidden Adventists, okay? Just get a list of people that used to come to church, and I go and visit them. And many times, they are the ones that try, that want to test you, right? They want to, they want to serve the, the coffee, okay, <laughs> when you sit down. They, they, we sit down and they just say, okay, do you want this? And they want to see your reaction, right? They want to see that you say this, oh, this is sin, get out of here, and whatever, you, you follow me? That, that's what they want, or whatever. They, they can sit there with this, the, the cigar and just blow the smoke in your face and wait for something, do you follow me? And see that, oh, he, he's just here for, for, for money or for whatever uh, it is. Uh, don't give them that, okay? And you will meet people like that. Don't be shocked. If they blow the smoke in your face, uh, just wave it away, okay? And <laughs> don't, don't, don't just scream and start to fight them, okay? Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I promised this, this story, and this is something that you will, you will uh, can, can encounter when you go out and meet people, because you meet so many different people. So I knocked at the door already. We started to study with a lady, <coughs> and... Um, one, she was a bit uh, strange, uh, but, but, but uh, we had good discussions and she was growing in what we did. Uh, so we came there one day and I knocked at the door as, as we used to, we have scheduled a Bible study. Now she opens the door and this lady opens the door without any clothes on her body, totally naked. So I, I, I just take a step back and look up in her eyes and I think this, do not be shocked, do not be shocked, do not be shocked, okay? Okay, uh, don't, just, don't just throw the door in their face or whatever you do, okay? Uh, try to, try to, 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 to behave in a good manner, okay? Uh, and I, uh, I followed the, another principle that is not, does not belong to this, but, but, uh, and that is to go two by two when we give Bible studies, right? When we do outreach. That's very helpful for many different reasons. Now I, and it's also good to be a guy and a, a woman for several different reasons. And we, I had my friend Sarah with me, so I just pushed her in the front and said, hey, maybe you should take this one, okay? <laughs> and so my point is, do not be shocked, okay? Listen to this. <clears throat> um, Quote from Minister of Healing again. By the way, Minister of Healing has a, has a, a wonderful chapter. Many, many things in there, that, many things that in there that does not only deal with, with physical things, right? But also with social things. In the end, there's a great chapter called, I think, How to, how to Meet People. Or, Right, thank you. I think the English title is, is in relationship with others, okay? 
And that is dealing with some of these things of, of, of how to meet people, um, not in a, in a way of witnessing, but just in a standard relationships. How do we behave when we have disagreement and all of these? Read that, that, that um, book, but especially that chapter, it will help a lot. Uh, another, so this is from Ministry of Healing, <clears throat> page 165. She describes Jesus and his ministry. It says, <clears throat> it was a continual pain for Christ to be brought in contact with enmity, depravity, and impurity. But never did he utter one expression to show that his sensibilities were shocked or his refined taste offended. Do you see that? Now here comes this sinless, spotless, perfect character. Jesus comes down to this earth. Now he, more than I, would be offended in, 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 in socializing with people, right? He more than, than any of us would be offended and, and his refined taste, as it says here, would be, uh, would be, um, um, <clears throat> uh, what does he, she use? Offended, yeah. So, so but he, she says, but not once did he utter one expression to show that. Did you follow me? Why? Well, because he knew how to meet people, how to, how to interact how to build positive relationships, even with people that does not agree with your way of thinking, your way of living, right? And she continues, Whatever evil habits, the strong prejudice, or the overbearing passions of human beings, he met them all with pitying tenderness. Did you see that? As we partake of his spirit, we shall regard men as brethren with similar temptations and trials, often failing, uh, falling <coughs> and struggling to rise again, battling with, the, with discouragement and difficulties, craving for sympathy and help, then we shall meet them in such a way as not to discourage or repel them, but to awaken hope in their hearts. Did you get that? Minister of Healing, page 165. Read that carefully, pray for, prayfully, uh, if you have time uh, during these days. He met people. He mingled with them as one who desired their good. He met their needs. Uh, and he, he showed his sympathy for them. Many people that we meet behave in a way uh, not because they, they are rebellious against what's right and good and, and God, but because they lack knowledge, right? They lack knowledge. Or because it's a real struggle for them. They have the right knowledge. They know what to do. But it is a struggle for them. They don't need someone that, that they take their cigars and throw them away and screams against them or whatever they do and show by their face or expression, this is nothing that I like. Do you follow me? They need someone that comes up to them and say, hey, you know, I know what you're struggling with. I have been there. I've done things in my life that I'm not happy about. I know it's a hard thing. Now let's do this together. They, know someone, they need someone to show them sympathy, to, to show them love, to help them in their uh, struggle. I say that again. 
Many people that live in contrary to biblical principles, no matter if they believe in the Bible or if they are backslidden Christians or if they are Adventists or whatever they do, people that you look at and you see that there are things there that offend you, they are not, the majority of them are not doing that because they are in huge rebellion against God or, or, or against the church or against the doctrines, uh, but because of lack of knowledge. Or because of it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a struggle. It's a huge struggle for them. We need to understand that because then we can meet them where they are. They might not need information, uh, but they might need someone that encourages and helps them. Okay, do, do you get that? It's a very important point. I wanted to spend some, uh, some thoughts or some time on that. <clears throat> okay, let's continue. So we will, we will uh, end this first session with with uh, with this uh, maybe I should save that one yes I will save that one okay let's do this let's do our practice instead uh, let's end with with some some interaction and some more uh, practice together okay uh, and we have a lot more to cover but I hope that you will I, I just told that in the beginning and you that came late this is uh, the rule of this workshop and that is if you're here now you should be here the following two sessions too okay now <laughs> that uh, I just say that because that will help and that's uh, you will get most out of this I have so much uh, to share and 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 some things will build on each other so that will just uh, just a recommendation that will help but we will end with a practice and that is this um, uh, in in in, uh, in relationships, uh, we we uh, we just talked about the importance of, of being a good listener, right? Uh, a good listener um, uh, is something that we might need to practice on, on being. Have you ever been talking with someone? You you're in a discussion, and all of a sudden you see their eyes wander away like this, right? They're like, okay, have you seen that? How does that make you feel? Uncomfortable, yeah? He's not listening, right? Do you follow me? Uh, it, it, you, you, you talk with someone and they are like just showing by their body language, their, their expression or the words that they say. They, they might not respond in the proper manner, right? You might have said, you might have said just, well, Oh, you know, my, my, my grandfather just died. And, and they are like, oh, I'm glad to hear that. Okay, good. Or other things. That was just a, a drastic example. But you follow me. They are like, you, by the way that they are talking, you know that they, they are not paying attention, right? That is not good. Uh, and we, uh, but the problem is this. You and I, naturally, at least uh, uh, many of us, well, no, I will say this. Naturally, we are we are very self-centered and we want to talk and we want to show who we are we, we are naturally we are not the listeners right now some people are very good listeners and you, you 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 like that okay but 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 some of us and i will say the majority of us we need to train on being good listeners uh, would you agree with that uh, some of us we we know that we have been there and i've been there talking with someone and all of a sudden i start to think about something else right Especially when you have a lot to do and you meet, I mean, in, in a conference like this and you run through the corridor and you have 
thousand things to think about and you need to get somewhere in, in time and you, and you, and you stop and you, and you talk with someone that you have not met for a year, okay? You want to spend that time, but in the same, same time you, you think about other things and you say, oh, okay? You follow me? So, so we need to practice and, and take time and pause and, and show interest. And that, that's a good thing to, to practice, and that's what we're going to do now in the, this last, oh, oh, six minutes, but we will do that. And this is the rules. Two by two, and normally we sit right now with our friends. That's, that's normally so normal. So we will just uh, change that around, okay, uh, soon. We will jump around, and, and we will meet someone that we have maybe not met before. We'll sit down two and two, okay? And these are the rules. My friend is here. I am here. And I am going to describe... My, 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 my family, okay, where I grew up. Just talk about where I grew up, my home, my siblings, my parents. Do you follow me? You're going to describe that uh, uh, for your friend. And, and just talk on. And, and your friend, this is the important thing, you will listen, okay? You will listen. And then after a while, when I say stop, okay, you will start stopping and you will stop listening, okay? So, so we stop. And what you should do now is this. You should tell your friend what he just told, he or she just told you. Do you follow me? You will say, so is this, this, this is a good way of starting. So do you mean that your father is, okay, do you follow me? Did you say that, okay, do you follow me? You, you, will, you will try to affirm, uh, or you will try to repeat, okay? And your friend, you will also practice, you will practice now in communication, okay? You will affirm, uh, but if he says something wrong, you will say, no, no, that was not what I was saying. I said that my father is, okay? Do you follow me? Uh, uh, or, or you will say, yeah, that's, that's what I said, okay? So take pause and listen to each other and, 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 and do these things. Um, and in order to help us in this, we will use a pen or something, grab something, and the one talking, the one with the pen is the one allowed to talk. Do you follow me? So we will take turns. So you will start talking about your family, okay? Then you will hand over this one. You can't say anything, okay, until you get this one, okay? Now you're allowed to talk, and you say, oh, so you said that, okay? And then to get the affirm affirmation, you give, give it back. Do you follow me? Because this will, this will just give this break of just thinking, yeah, what's actually happening in a conversation, okay? This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.com dot org.